Essendon versus Port Adelaide this Sunday evening at Marvel Stadium. So the historic game between these two happened way, way back in the year 2000, round one. It was a Thursday night clash and it was the first time a game had been played at then, uh, Colonial. Colonial Stadium, very good, was. Uh, it's, changed, it's changed names a few times, a few. but it sta- stayed where it is. But uh, a magnificent event attended by just over 43,000 people. And our next guest was the first person to touch a footy on the venue, and that's John Barnes. G'day, Barnesy. G'day, boys. How are we? Oh, fantastic, mate. Tell us, let's go down memory lane for a second, buddy. Uh, what, do you, what do you remember of that one? Well, I always pray that the umpire gives me a good bear. And uh, that day, it was absolute rip slaughter. Matty Palmer had his knee in a brace, so he couldn't get off the ground. <laughs> I had a good crack at it, and the rest is probably history. Now I think I'm a, a, a um, quiz question, so it's, it's good for me to... Have that uh, over my head for the rest of my life, so I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> now, uh, it's was here, Barnsley. You did just say that Primus had a knee brace and couldn't jump. Now, you weren't the tallest ruckman. It was ruck always something you you did or wanted to do because you're pretty handy with the footy in hand as well. You got around the ground pretty well was, uh, and and up forward. So, is that something uh, you always well, wanted to do? As a kid, I played um, in the ruck and forward, or pretty much. Most of my life, but as I got a bit older, uh, most coaches tried to play me forward, and I was quite deaf. When I went to Essendon, there was a few too many calls, as the story is very long. And my best position, I believe, was probably on ball, but maybe as a ruck rover, a spot player. And when I was given the and Tim Burke Hey John, we might need you to step to the right a bit, mate. We're just losing you. Oh, I haven't I've been rude, boys. Oh God. Yeah. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? No, That's much better. Right. Yep. No, yeah, and the Tim Burke brothers went down and Gary Hawking was my rover at uh at Cobham in the under seventeens and yeah, he said to Blighty we need a ruckman, Barnes you can ruck and that was it. So pretty much, yeah, rucked for the last probably 10 years of my career. So that's pretty much how that came about. And a couple of uh, serious coaches, uh, Blighty and Sheeds, what, are they, what can you talk, tell about them two and the differences and perhaps the similarities? Oh, Sheeds was a wanker the first five years. Blighty <laughs> was an absolute genius yep. for uh, probably the second five years. Then I had Malcolm, uh, who I had after Gary Ayres for a couple of years. Uh, he was completely a bit, he's a bit different to the other two guys. And then I come back to Western and Sheeds was an absolute pleasure. So it's amazing how we all mature when we get older. It's an absolute narcissist, Hitler type of guy into being a, a, a guy that was really pleasurable to be around and he actually listened to what blokes had to say. So he, he mellowed a lot and I matured a lot. We got along very well. Uh, we yes. had uh, we had someone recently. I, I wanted uh, Jason Johnson. I, I thought that he might be uh, one of Sheed's favourites, but um, he mentioned uh, and then yourself and perhaps uh, Wallace. Wallace, there's yes, Steve yeah. Wallace. That's right. Did you see yourself as one of his favourites in the end? Uh, I, had to say, <laughs> I didn't speak much of Sheed's the last two years. <laughs> I um 
I sort of went, look, when you're 31, 32 years of age, you, you sort of pulls your head in a lot and you know a bit about where you've gone wrong and where you've got better and Sheeds was good like that. He just let me go and I reckon I chatted to him twice mm. in 25 weeks of footy in the first year and probably only chatted with him twice the next year. So uh, he thought let me go, which was great, but yeah. it helped me a lot because I pretty much knew what I was doing anyway. So it's amazing what happened, can happen in over 15 years of footy, how he's helped me out so much and his leadership and direction, like a father figure to a lot of footballers over the years, has been instrumental with how many blokes have succeeded in their lives. And he, he's just been a marvel with that. And that's what he wanted to achieve as a as a coach was to get his players to be successful uh, in life or at least get something behind them in life and be better people. Yes, and you were traded, as you mentioned, uh, back to the Bombers at the end of 99. So you, you missed that prelim final, um, John, uh, where, where the Bombers lost by a point to the Blues. Um, when you went to pre-season and day one of pre-season, of course, all those boys are fired up from losing from losing that game. Did you did you sense that or did you have to kick into gear a little bit more because these blokes were so angry or were you already up to date with uh, what was going on? Oh, no, I could tell the tension was, um, yeah, it was like someone walking a tightrope across the Grand Canyon. It was, it was pretty pretty tight. And I think a bit of the reason they got me there was to break the ice, to be honest. I uh, I walked in, I was a bit of a, a larrikin, as you probably well know, and I'd crack a few gags here and there. But I sat at the front, I listened to what John Quinn, the, the, medic, uh, the physical fitness guy, had to say. He said, we're going to train hard, and I don't mind, you know, training hard, because that was part of what I was, I was pretty good at and when you're good at stuff you, you tend to enjoy it a bit more and we uh, trained really hard and at the end of it I'd, I'd sort of play a few jokes and crack a in for your head and I think that was probably what the club needed they were a bit tense and when one guy can do that or I can help someone else relax the group a bit uh, maybe I, I helped in that little way but they were, they were all going if they had Tony Lockett, Gary Ablett or anyone else joined the group, they were just so determined. Mm. I was just so lucky and fortunate enough to jump on the wagon. Ah, nice time to be yeah. there. Did you, like, now your alliances, both, probably with both clubs, um, how do you see football at the moment? Well, I don't like it. I don't watch it. No. It does my head in. It's too much um, ping pong. It's it, it's just not enjoyable for me to watch. I, um, I went to an Edmund function last week. It was, it was a very enjoyable to go back to the function but the game was pretty ordinary mm. um, but that I don't really take much attention to the game to be honest because it's not, not my cup of tea it's just I can't I can't have boats kicking it sideways and kicking it five metres and kicking it backwards and kicking it sideways again and not having proper structures so I, it just does my head in so I don't watch it yeah I think I think you're not on your own there no. especially at the start of this season or well, even last people last year. just break up about it and tell the AFL that they're not happy because if they don't they'll just chuck it they'll just keep it so it's fair time they got a vote tell the boys association look just let it go when I grew up as a kid it was in the back around the neck and the hold the ball that's it why the, the rules need to change so what if you get poorly going low out bad luck you've recruited wrong that's not the game trying to be fair. That's just what it is. Yeah. And it's, it's just why penalise sides that 
that ought to have been the understanding of where to recruit and how to recruit. That's that's the nature. Any competition in the world that rewards mediocrity. Mm. No, I don't. Part of that, boys. Anyway, I'll go. No, you're definitely not on your own there. (laughs) So, what are you up to now then? Uh, I work at the council. Um, I don't do too much there, boys. As no. You probably well know. We do what we need to do. and <laughs> We do hard waste down here at Hume. It's a very big area, mate. We pick up one street and clear it all of hard waste and come back 10 minutes later and it's back on the street again. So we're in a pretty demanding area and that's pretty much what I do at the moment. Yeah, but the interest, uh, interest in that, we, we've got a property up in the bush in Echuca and we do a bit of work on that yeah, pretty much keep to myself and, you know, and, yeah, I'm pretty pretty laid-back sort of customer that flies under the radar, so I'm pretty pretty cruisy at the moment. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, oh, that's exactly how you came across on field as well at, at, at times, which we love the characters in the game, so... That was that was always Barnsley was always a character. Yes, in the he game, certainly so. was. No, and he was offered as well when you were on the TV and everything. Mate, you were much watch as well. I remember um, our, our lives uh, crossed paths many moons ago when uh, the first Fox Footy was around, and you were on uh, lots of shows there. Uh, do you still do you still admo- um, have ambitions to work in the media, or you, you, that's done? Oh, look, I think you've got to be a kiss-ass sort of person to, to get a gig in the the media and on TV these days, and you can't voice your opinion in a truthful way because if you do you won't have a job because mm. the AFL don't like it when someone tells the AFL they're not doing something right and Foxtel when I started out back in 2000 early early days Fox League teams that's when footy was, we could actually say something and have a good time now it's stereotype David King and all these guys at stats and what do you think about this and who's trading there look I couldn't give a rat's ass <laughs> I don't care about that sort of crap just, just give me some footy that is enjoyable to watch and listen to. Yep. But the best commentators I enjoy listening to, Cameron Ling puts me to sleep. Mm-hmm. Brad Johnson puts me to sleep. Joe Watson puts me to sleep. Derek Burton puts me to sleep. Jason Dunstan puts me to sleep. <laughs> it's not many left. Matthew Richardson I, I'd like. Okay. Wayne Care is very insightful. I like listening to him. Nathan Brown puts me to sleep. Luke Darcy, I can't, I, on the radio, like, puts me to sleep. <laughs> Like Brian Taylor, I love him as a bloke, but how many times can you hear Wowee and try and put something on there? Then you got McLaughlin. Oh, give me a spell. Is it? Sort of can dig into the pool a bit deeper and go somewhere else, you know? Like give us. Give us something a bit different. Well, I reckon I'll see you down to the country footy soon, mate, for a bit. <laughs> to oh, say, just listen just to listen us though. more often. We, we won't put you to sleep, John. No, you guys are all. <laughs> Good on you, mate. I just need to spark it up and give us something a bit different, you know? It's the same, Absolutely. same boring crap week in, week out, week in, week out. And I, it's pretty much why I don't watch it. Rex Hunt, loved Rex Hunt. Yes. He put a spin on the game and a, a humour into the game. And maybe I'm a, I'm a simpleton in a way that... I want, and I like things that are just basic, but that stuff made me laugh, and, and I could listen to it on the radio, and I go, wow, I, I knew exactly what was going on in the game. Now there's nothing there. It's too bland. It's too basic. People are too shit scared to say what they want to say, and if you're too scared to do that, then don't do the job. <laughs> you're only doing it for the coin, so if you're doing it for the coin and you don't want an opinion, 
then don't do it. We're going to send this <laughs> interview to the AFL. <laughs> I think they'll no. listen, definitely. No. I hope they do anyway. Hey, John, just quickly, um, back to the reason we got you on. Uh, so the game was historic. Uh, you win by 94 points and you obviously clearly go on to win the premiership. Um, was uh, Being there that night, was it really, really special and uh, did it feel different to any other game? Well, it's fantastic to be in the history books, boys, in more than more than one way, I suppose. But rocking up to the game and seeing how brilliant that stadium is and what they've done with it, and the, the ground conditions at the time were a bit ordinary, but now they're obviously pristine and the names of it have changed over the days, but I still call it Colonial. And the way you look at it and the atmosphere and the rainy and the windy conditions can be changed at any time. And, how it could affect the outcome of percentages in games in the early 19s, uh, 1990s and the 1980s. You know, would it have been around then? It would have affected games with the mud and the wind and the, the rain and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's an incredible atmosphere to be involved in. It's called Marvel at the moment. As I said, I was there two weeks ago because I got invited to a game. First game I've seen in, in 12 years. Wow. I had a great feed, good food, good scones. <laughs> couple of light beers, it was great, and uh, enjoyed the game, and pretty much everything I've seen about the stadium so far is all I've heard is good things about it, and I'm glad that Essendon share it with a couple of other sides, and to be honest, it's, it's, it's good for footy, and hopefully they can build another stadium a bit bigger and a bit better, and holds a few more people so more people can enjoy it. It's a bit like a, an indoor shopping centre, to be honest, but that's that's what I liked about it. Oh, nice. yeah, fantastic. Nice. Hey, mate, we've got to leave it there, uh, but uh, Thanks, thank mate. you so much for joining us. We'll get you, we'll promise you we'll get you on again because uh, we, we like our open yes. thoughts and, um, and what you offer. So I appreciate your time, buddy. Do I get a free golf hat or a golf club or a box or something? We've got plenty of red wine in our country. Uh, so. Nice, boys. Nice. <laughs> Thanks so much, mate. Thanks, right, Martin. Enjoy. We appreciate it. John Barnes, Essendon Ruckman, Premiership Ruckman for that matter, and yeah, first game ever at uh, Colonial Stadium. Telling it how it is.